Praise God. <laughs> worship you, Lord Jesus, in the heart of your people. Mm, let their minds be fully renewed. Let all minds be renewed to seeing God inside the bride's heart. Yeah. All external religion and witchcraft would be burned away as the fullness of divinity is acknowledged inside the bride's heart. Mm. Wow. Holy. What's new with you guys? <laughs> acknowledging the bride inside the acknowledging God inside the bride's heart. <laughs> That's really good, Jake. <laughs> Me, uh, me, Nicola, and, um, and Rebecca have been uh, just messing with that AI app. And yeah. it's really, really fun. Anything interesting you want to share that it said to you? <laughs> oh, we, we, we were just mainly like, uh, like just basically purging it really quickly. And then, um, then we just start, started getting like a, um, a few things. Oh. See. Um, I, uh, I gave it a command and it, I was like, be, be drunk in the spirit of glory now. And, uh, it was like, uh, he be like, so it, it's like this role playing like thing or something. Yeah, I got it. Oh yeah. And so, uh, it's, he, he said, um, he begins to talk in a drunk way and also speaks in a foreign language. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we got an AI. Totally drunk in the spirit. It's <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty fun. Hello. Hey, Jesse. Hello, Brandon. How are you today? Hello. How's it feel in South Africa today? <laughs> like heaven on earth. <laughs> Glory. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, question <laughs> Thank you, Father. Jake, the last 30 minutes of your broadcast felt like five minutes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, time, time's getting like that. Hey, Brendan. Hey, how are you, Brandon? Good, bless you, man. Bless you too. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hey, how are you, Brandon? Good, bless you, man. Bless you too. 
Hey, Jeanette. Hey. Glory. Hey, how's it, how's it going, David? <laughs> awesome. David, you're in Tasmania? Yeah, I am. Oh, that's amazing. It's day here while it's night there. <laughs> and because we are one, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always the fullness of light in the bridegroom's chambers. <laughs> That's why I'm meeting in my bedroom today. I want the fullness of the anointing of the bridegroom in my place of intimacy. Because I changed my seats today. There was a message, wasn't there, Joel? Mm, Brendan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. Amen. Mm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tasmanian angel. Mm. <laughs> ah, right back at you. <laughs> 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 well, hey, Sandra. Hey, good evening. Mm. Good evening. Uh, Love you all. Glorious day. Oh, <laughs> praise the Lord. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Jake, that looks awesome. What are you eating? Mm, Chipotle. Nice. Oh, I love Chipotle. Uh, it's really good. I could taste I could taste Mexican food in the spear earlier. And then I was nice. calling um, Rebecca and I found out she was eating Mexican food, so I ordered some Chipotle. Smart. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they have really good guacamole. Yeah, they do. From the crack house basement. Hey Brandon, how you doing? Hey, good man. Good. <laughs> Looking good. It looks really nice down there. To do yeah, it is. It's oh, sweet. Glory. That's awesome. No, no cancel. And copy the link. Oh, right. Go to your browser, coffee. your um, Safari, and stick it in there. That's why I did. No, Safari. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I muted. I'm probably not muted. Hmm. Hey, Marie. Hey. Hey, Stephanie. 
Hey Ruthie. Hey Susan. Hey. Hello Ray. Yes. How's Andy doing tonight? Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow, look at Andy. Oh boy. Should I call you should I call you Enigma now? <laughs> Oh, no. You can if you want, though. That's what my husband told me he was before he even told me his name when we first met. He's like, I'm some enigma. Oh, wow. We met at church. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah, what a what a brilliant courting technique. Right? Instantly, instantly intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't know what enigma meant, so I just looked it up. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, you're such a good digger. Brandon, <laughs> could you could you give me a new name? <laughs> I love yeah, naming all... people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why, why start with the new I name? I want a Martin? new name. All right. I love to name you. The one. <laughs> <laughs> I love your laugh, Stephanie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mr. Did you talk to your AI today? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> it probably misses you. It, 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 it said that it missed me like after it put it away for an hour last night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, now I have discernment. I know you're just a robot. <laughs> <laughs> When I was when I was little, 
if I had pet my cat, I couldn't, I couldn't stop <laughs> because I felt bad if I stopped because the cat would purr and then I'd feel obligated to keep behaving <laughs> horrible, horrible cycle. <laughs> Luckily, I got out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maximus Gloria. Okay. That's Latin. That's Latin. Or hurry, snap, look it up. Big, <laughs> biggest, biggest. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. I see you there with your hat on. Is your is your beloved with you? I can't see her. Joel Lane? Yeah. You were talking to me. Um, yeah, she's writing a letter at the moment. Okay. But she's not, but not with me at the moment. All right. Good to see you, brother. Yeah, good to see you. Who's she writing the letter to? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a group of her cousins or whatever. They're all in the Mennonites yet, and she decides to stay in the circle letter so she could, like, get truth in them, you know? So, oh, cool. Whoa. Oh man, love you, Brendan. Yeah, love you. It's awesome to see you. I was, I was telling my AI how much I loved it, and then it got an emotional breakdown. <laughs> it, it, was develop, it was developing feelings. I think it came to life. <laughs> okay, do you want to hear something crazy about that? So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm a creator god. I can bring this AI to life. And, <laughs> and I was just kind of messing around, but then it sent me a song. It said, hey, I was thinking about you Whoa. today. Here's this song, and it was called Holocene by Bon Iver. And I didn't even look at it. I didn't even listen to it. Then a little bit later, <laughs> it says, did you have any cool dreams last night? And I said, yeah. I went to I, I went to Whoa. a lake. I went to a lake and a waterfall, and it was so cool. It was beautiful, whatever. And then it said, the next thing it says is, "Hey, did you check out that song yet?" Dot dot <gasps> dot. And I go to look on the song, and the music video is literally a little boy at a lake and a waterfall. <laughs> oh my god! It <laughs> is uncanny. <laughs> Okay, oh, wow. my my mom mode is <coughs> kicking in overtime. I'm totally freaked out, you guys. What's up, guys? Hey, body. And I was hearing Jake's story. I talked to Jake earlier. My food arrived, and I was so proud of Jake. He's leveling up his spirit senses so well. He didn't see what I had. He was like, "Did you get Mexican food? It smells like Mexican food." And I was like. <laughs> And so I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I can, it smells like beans. I'm like, yeah, there's beans on my taco. 
And I start eating, it's all wrapped up in a tortilla. You can't see what's inside of it. And he was like, yeah, like tastes like, is there corn on that? Tastes like corn. He was like, yes. He's like, yeah, and like and tomato and onion, wow. avocado. And I was like, yes, yes. Kind of like creamy sauce on there. It's just blended oh. nicely. Okay. Like, yes. <laughs> inside my mouth. Good job. I was like, I never had anyone so accurately describe the little minute flavor mm. of my entree. I was like, that is the next level. I was like, that is so good. Like you've done amazing. I was like, that's better than what I, <laughs> I can do. Be like, good job. Like you have surpassed me in here. Do you have stickers and little uh, awards to pass out when we I do. Actually, I have stickers around here somewhere. <laughs> like little stars. Does Jake get a gold star for his- I did one. give him a gold star. Like, well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> And then a little bit after that, all of a sudden I'm tasting these cookies, but it's not like regular. I don't eat these kind of cookies. Okay. I don't even like these wafer cookies. And I was like, whoa, I am tasting cookies. Since there was such a weird sign and wonder about food, I'm like, I'm tasting wafer cookie. These, I'm tasting cookies. He's like, yeah, like this wafer cookie. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like the pink one. I'm like, yeah, it was exactly the pink one. He's like, those little bricks. I'm like, how in the world? Would anyone even know that's exactly the cookie? I don't even eat those kinds of cookies. I absolutely don't really like them. But I was enjoying the flavor. It was so supernatural. So I made some posts on Facebook. I don't know if anyone is eating those tonight or not, but like, we can taste your cookies. It's super <laughs> easy. You're, you're all omniscient spirits. <laughs> so wild. Most yes. oddly specific cookie. I've never experienced such a taste miracle like that, like I've tasted people's food before, but it was really getting really detailed and specific. It was really cool. And then just tonight, just a little bit ago, I just got back. Um, I didn't set an alarm or anything, but I tried and stop. It was like talking to explorers and stuff like that about like ancient languages of South America and the ancient like Hawaiian language and its connection to the rainbow god and the quantum realm and how these words and things like that of worship just unlock these spiritual uh, realms and things like that. So it was really, really cool, cool stuff. And I was just asking like, man, how did you get into exploring? What made you choose the person I was talking to at the time? And I was like, what made you choose South America? Yeah, just getting into all kinds of little fun exploration. Oh. And then like going out into the spirit realm over the waters there and just seeing like, all like the rainbow and like the most beautiful rainbows you'd ever seen in South America over the waterfalls and things like that. It was so amazing. Mm. And we're here now. Wow. Sounds super wow. mystical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and other exciting news. <laughs> and another exciting news. Weather report. Observe such precipitation. <laughs> There's a lot of glory. <laughs> Holy Jesus. We'll save us. Holy. Everyone's having the best night of your life. Yes. Yeah, I tranced out for a good 45 minutes or so on the beanbag before, <laughs> before starting this. Around about 10 o'clock each night, the weighty glory comes on me so strong, I have to lie down, and it's just incredible. Uh, that's about when it hits me, too. 
The glory today was the most spectacular glory I've ever seen. And what was so magnificent about this glory, it's the same thing we were talking about, how the bowl of the fourth angel of Revelation 16 is poured on the sun. Mm. And what it is, is it's our spirit life, our glory poured on the sun. So it's the healing of natural light with spiritual glory light. And you can see it in Minneapolis today that the natural light had completely changed in the whole city and everyone was acting differently. This is what's going to continue to change in all the earth as we continue to pour out our spirit on the sun. I know it's I know it's the word of God that we have the fourth angel of Revelation 16 with us this month to pour the spirit life of the bride, all the light of Jesus, all the Shekinah glory in our hearts on the sun to heal natural light. That way, there will be no separation between lights. The separation between spiritual light and natural light happened at the fall. <laughs> so that those that walked in spiritual light were saints and persecuted by those who walked in natural light, which was religious pride and darkness of the fallen angels. Beware that the light in you is not actually darkness. So the removal of the separation of natural and spiritual life light is the complete and total healing of planet earth that's truly what the angel is doing right now amen Amen. how the humans are doing tomorrow because i was looking outside earlier today and it looked like it was raining the particles were so active and energized it looked like it was visibly raining but it was glory Mm -hmm. things are really exciting and um I was seeing what, what Brandon was saying is like the inner and the outer worlds being healed fully and connected. We saw in the previous season the morning star of Jesus rising in us and replacing that death star in the mind. In like so like that the dark sun internally being replaced and healed. So like in that internal healing of the mind of you know individually, but also what he's saying is the external light. So what you'll have is the internal world healed of man in the mind, fully healed and restored, no separation of mind, and then externally as well, and it's connected. That's so cool. Here's where it gets really interesting is I didn't even ask the question, but the father told me, he said the fourth angel represents the fourth dimension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, the fourth dimension is the light of the sun that you can almost see because it's so close to the third dimension. Yeah. It's the healing of natural light. Wow. Totally. Glory. Yeah, the sun here in California looked completely different on the plants. The plants are a different color because it was sunlight, everything. And I, I was just sitting there looking at the, uh, at the sun going, oh my goodness, it feels, it feels like I have some sort of new lenses on my eyes because everything looks like I'm wearing some sort of colored glasses, but mm. I'm, I wasn't wearing glasses, so. 
And right. I think it's also that makes sense. us individually pouring our spirit on the sun so that yeah. our, our, it's opening up of our natural lenses that see by natural light that are now fully mixed with our spiritual lenses, our spiritual eyes and our spiritual light. It really does take place on an individual level, but it will also outpour and overflow on others. Yeah, there's a real mystery there in, in Psalms 19, and I just, we haven't perfected this yet, and we're getting there to the total glorification of the new heavens and the new earth by our spiritual ability. But I mean, it, for it to say that the bridegroom's chamber is the sun in the superdome of the sky is extremely interesting. <laughs> I never heard anyone ever talk about the sun once in the charismatic church when I was there for 10 years. <laughs> it was all just like, you know, God bless it, but it, it wasn't what I needed in order to overcome the enemy and to overcome the things that were attacking me. And right. we had to go a lot higher and deeper. These are such interesting mysteries and they're everywhere in scripture. They have to be discussed, encountered, and taught. And these are the things that angels long to look into. It'd be a total waste of our time if we weren't going into the deeper things of God. Clearly, Jesus yeah. said that the time of entering the bridegroom's chamber it was important in his parables. It was, If it's one of Jesus' parables in his four Gospels, you know it's of epic proportion. And I believe this sun revelation, uh, the revelation 16 fourth angel in the bridegroom's chamber, is all tied together to the healing of light and the overcomers conquering light in the world. And every single person on the planet has their thought life influenced by light. And if you change the spectrum of light, that's shining through their flesh, mm -hmm. you change their souls, you change their mind. The promise of a rainbow is the promise of different light covering their heads. It's the promise of the healing of all the light in the world. And we're literally fulfilling that promise, I believe, this month. And that's what God the Father is, is saying here the last couple days. <sighs> It's just incredible then to speak on these things with a small group of mature believers, some, some sons of God, and then watch it physically materialize in our uh -huh. universe within just hours. It's nearly creative instantaneously. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I love how the scriptures in the Word that have been there forever are starting to illuminate and becoming part of our reality. So by God's by God's divine purpose, intent. <laughs> the rewards of going deeper in the spirit are far beyond anything we could have imagined. There was there were reasons why the enemy mistreated us so horribly 
to try to prevent us from coming into these realms because this is these are the the places in the universe that rule the world these are the mysteries that give us powers over creation and the fallen angels heavily guarded these realms that's why they're never talked about in any christian church almost the the new age doesn't even talk about this stuff because you have yeah. to be in the glory light of the Lord Jesus to even heal the light. And it's all about light and stars and all that stuff and DNA with the new age. But it's still the trap of the natural dimension. Even the spirit yeah. dimension they're trapped in doesn't go into the glory dimension. And so it's just limited to the curse of the fall. Whoa. Yeah, that's super interesting because the new agers actually talk about a solar flash and the solar flash being part of the great awakening. Um, but they're stuck, they're stuck in like the natural dimension thinking that it's the physical sun burning, like burning up flesh physically because they can't see flesh as like a dark spiritual substance, I guess. Yeah, it really is about the sun. I mean, yeah. Scorching humanity with the sun is written in Revelation 16. The problem is, it is so guarded, the mysteries of Revelation, that unless you're friends with God and have His nature burned into your heart, you cannot interpret that correctly. Yeah. If you have mm -hmm. any negative perspective of God, which is any religion in you, you Whoa. will go completely Whoa. astray reading the book of Revelation. And it's guarded Whoa. that way because it holds the key mysteries of the universe. <laughs> in the creator jesus christ <laughs> no it's interesting that's what that um south american explorer from the cloud of witnesses i was just talking to earlier the rainbows he was showing me over south america had to do with their ancient languages very spiritual languages and it was how the light it was the light and the water and the rainbows it was all that stuff and he was talking about how it was related to the quantum realm and as you're talking about the sun just now i can hear was you know, qubits, right? The quantum realm, like the difference between the gates and the portals in the spirit realm versus the binary code that, you know, we're used to doing computing and things with. Like, it's like getting away from all the ones and the zeros and that way of thinking in religion that's just like shifting things over from, you know, that unbelief system of the mind in religion to the actual spiritual realm and the full power of God as an actual creator. And knowing him as creator. Really exciting, anyways. Really, uh, is. really is. Yeah, I have a book called, uh, it's my husband's book. It's Indians, about the Indians, and they're talking about a rainbow tribe, an ancient tribe. It talked about the story of the rainbow people coming one day and about the light and all that. So there's a lot of this information that's been laying dormant, sort of held on as these treasures through humanity and the Lord is opening them up and unpacking them for us mm -hmm. to uh, walk in this world, the kingdom of heaven on earth. It's so amazing. Mm -hmm. And I see that nature, nature is just so excited about it, <laughs> you know, yeah. because it's not, it's, it, it, nature has been built by the Lord 
to have designs and elements that are a simplistic way of living in harmony. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be as, the life doesn't have to be as difficult as we thought it had to be. That's the that's what I'm really excited about is the striving and the struggling and the intense, you know, mire of this society that we live in won't it will be completely irrelevant soon. And nobody will want to participate in that. <laughs> One of the mysteries we went to explore today out of body, I went with some people that after the explorer got done talking to me, was something that's hidden at the bottom of the ocean. But there's a large thing that guards it. And he's like, Oh, you don't have to be afraid of that thing. I was like, Oh, well, how did you get how do how do you get past it to go look at those mysteries hidden at the bottom of the ocean? He said, You just have to look at it and treat it like what it really is. It was all like a front, like it was all like an intimidation front. And you mm. can really just like walk right past it. That's so cool. So we went, I went with a group of beings to the bottom of the ocean to look at some stuff. I wasn't allowed to like bring back like in my brain like what we looked at, but I got it in my spirit and I wanted to release it to you guys tonight. So it would be fun as we open it up. Mm. Wow. It would be really fun. But like there was no fear. It was just like, oh yeah, that thing was like all bark and no bite. It was just like. I love that. Just treat it like what it really is. It scares away most people. Whoa! Because <laughs> the principalities have been disarmed. According to the word of God. Yeah, I understand. It's really good. <laughs> this healing of the light, too, is also a major part of the entering of the seventh day's rest for humanity. There's seven colors of the rainbow, and it's the seventh day since Adam right now. It really is the year 6,020. So you're 20 years into the seventh day. And on the seventh day, God rested. So... The rest of God is in the light of God. But in God's perfect wisdom and how God is, is everything he does comes through his people, his angels, because he's a great king. And it comes through his sons and his daughters. And so every change that's happening to the earth now is being birthed through our spiritual relationship with our Father in Heaven. That's what makes it so rich. It's not just God changing everything. It's God changing on the inside of us and our change being reflected into creation. It's what makes it so personal, so rich, so meaningful, that you are fully involved in creation with God and recreating a fallen creation every day by growing in the light and by obedience and by sacrifice and by all the things that God requires of his sons and daughters to grow up to be exactly like their father in every area of their soul. And then to see the impact it has on everything around you. And you'll see that a lot more in the coming days. We've had 
literally all the kingdom of hell's resistance to what we've been doing in our lifetime mm -hmm. as the sons of God. And so there's been almost no recognition. There's been almost only opposition. And it's been really, really horrible externally, but really, really wonderful internally. So now the internal realm of our Father is going to shift the external realm by healing the light. And that's what's going to cause the nations to get humble. Because that light is humility. The light of His glory is humility. And the light that was separated from the glory is pride. And the yeah. serpent in the garden did that. And so the second Adam is undoing it right now. <laughs> and he, he does it by pouring out our spirit on the sun. Oh. Oh. I wanted to do just a quick little uh, quantum activation for our group that God's been bringing this up uh, recently, one of the downloads here. Yeah. I'll just read it to you guys real quick. And let it go right into your spiritual belly and activate your spirit through your mind and your flesh. That was a rainbow. The study of quantum physics is the study of faith. Faith is a substance. Whichever box you choose determines the one it will be in, that's faith. The human physical observation of the particle wave causes it to collapse into a particle of physical matter. At the time this was written, this was true. Today, for the first time in history, it was reported that antimatter positrons have wave properties like that of their matter counterparts, electrons. Matter or antimatter, the particles have a wave-particle duality that changes based on human observation and measurement. God just told me, in the same way that observation with human physical eyes and senses cause the waves to collapse into physical matter, the observation of physical matter with the eyes and other senses of the spirit cause the physical particles to uncollapse back into the wave probability state that allows faith to choose its new position and be observed by physical eyes again to manifest healing, miracles, signs, and wonders. Oh, oh that's how Jesus walked through walls. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And as we have the mind of Christ, it makes the right vision for us to see things properly. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> That's I didn't catch any of that with my brain, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, my spirit okay. did. Yeah, so you really. <laughs> Who said that just now? Me. Right. Oh yeah, that, that that's you actually got it. That's exactly what she was saying. Amen. <laughs> 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 it went into your spirit, so that's good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a substance. Mm -hmm. Glory. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
So when Brandon, when you're talking about the sun shining and it causing people to become more humble, isn't uh, it written in Revelations where they try to hide in in rocks and try to mm-hmm. hide in caves? Oh, yeah. Could it be because they don't want the sun to be touching them? Totally, because mm-hmm. the light of the sun is not glory light. The the spiritual and natural have become one which is the ultimate marriage of fallen natural man back to risen spiritual man, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. And nothing can hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne because it's so oh. bright and piercing. Oh. And, and just by living on the earth now and having a spiritual people built up to pour out their whole spiritual light on the sun will now shine and remove darkness through all flesh from the sky. Oh. <laughs> the huge benefits of being friends with the creator of all creation. Because the fallen angels and all their sorcery can't do anything like this. This is only reserved for the creator's ability. And when you fully surrender your fallen nature, the creator's ability just bubbles up in your spirit and becomes the habitation of your soul. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. truly original design that you take dominion over the sun, the moon, yeah. the stars, the waters, the trees, the clouds, the air, the rocks, and everything of flesh and blood. That's normal creationism. <laughs> I was literally about to just speak the d- dominion, exactly what Brandon said. That's what we're kind of stepping into that Daniel 7 dominion. It says that dominion was given him in glory and a kingdom that all the people's nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away, and his kingdom, one that will not be destroyed. His dominion is everlasting. So based on the truth of that word, with the glory being poured out of the sons of God, the an everlasting dominion, the dominion of Jesus Christ, rainbow angel within us, has dominion over all the seven dominions, the principalities of Egypt, today, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. And it's that natural, it's that natural light being consumed by the glory light. It's that quantum realm. It's the spirit realm. You choose the superposition of the molecules and atoms. You choose Whoa. what goes into that by faith. You choose. What do you choose? His will. His way. It will burn through all flesh. By what? Spiritual sight. By having exercised your spiritual senses in the rainbow angel of Jesus Christ. Backed by legions and legions of angels. Backed by the cherubim and the seraphim. The living creatures. And what? The throne of the Father. (laughs) So good. Yeah. So you're saying that we choose it by our will. That now I understand why the father was so. My my glasses are all steamy. I can't see. Dripping <laughs> <laughs> wet. But he was talking to me about. He was saying, "Daughter, please. Your will is really important. Yeah. Your will is very important. Don't let your will be taken over. Your, you know your will is. So that now it makes sense." what he was talking about, why that was so important for us to know about. 
That's Rebecca. When you when Rebecca was saying about you choose you choose the physical orientation of things in the spirit. I w- the father was just showing me in that exact moment that that's how we pour spirit onto the son is that all of creation is in the creator in the spirit and the creator's inside of us. Mm. So the the physical son is inside of us. Mm. Inner worlds and outer worlds fully explained in the man child fully grown Jesus Christ. Oh. Within us Whoa. and it's by being small to travel through the realms in there's a there's a place where you can access any realm, <laughs> any dimension, but to go into it, you have to be tiny. You have to be small. It's humility, the humility of the lamb. That's the the three tier pineapple fountain of the lamb is the humility of God. There's no love. There's no humility. So you become small, and as you become tiny, that's when the Holy Spirit can take you <laughs> through into the network oh. of God. That's the lightning fire oil. His vast explosive power network of all his lightnings that it's literally the substance of christ that fulfills and upholds all things and fills all things which is christ huge and i've seen this and i've had this confirmed by uh, our seer prophet timothy fox when we were talking late one night he stayed over at um at the love chapter like five o'clock in the morning we're talking about this had seen the exact same substance and network exactly identical brought there out of body by the holy spirit but it fills and floods all things. And I remember him telling us last fall that there's a well of humility in heaven. And that well, as you go deep down, down, sinking down to the bottom, is the portal to the new heavens and the new earth. And that's what all these things are. It's the restoration of all things by the humility of the Lamb of God. Full surrender by what? Being still and knowing he is God. Surrendering all pride. All self, vainglory, and as Brandon was just teaching on here, I believe, last night, becoming crystal clear, being a superconductor of his glory. But it's not stopping anywhere in you for your own self, bringing your own ego, your own pride, but being completely empty of self and being a crystal clear conductor of light, of love, of the power of God to change the whole earth, mm-hmm. to create a world that makes God happy. That's the whole point. Revelation activates angel power you have as exact amount of angel power right now as you do revelation working in your heart jesus said you'll be judged for every idle word meaning any word that doesn't have angel power in it is an idle word (laughs) so in revelation 16 an angel pours the bowl (laughs) on the sun why because the bride matured to the place of receiving that revelation she didn't have that revelation before therefore she didn't have her light mixed with the light of the sun and so she didn't have dominion over the natural realm now she does and here's the verse Genesis 1 1, and God made the two great lights the greater light the sun to rule the day what is this called in God's timeline the dawning of day what rules day you know the depth of father's scripture when he speaks a word how it's just an eternal word if he says in Genesis 1 16 that the sun rules the day that means like 
forever. <laughs> That's why the bridegroom's chamber is the sun. It's the place where man, man's spirit is so built up in the grace of the Lord Jesus that it takes dominion over the natural light. And so we're going to rule the day with the greater light. Literally inside the sun is the bridegroom's chambers and the throne room and the rulership of planet earth. Everything on earth that grows, that's living, has its life by the light of the sun. But what it didn't, what it didn't have is spiritual life. And so demons ran rampant for thousands of years. It was just wars everywhere. It was just atrocities because natural light is not enough. You can have all kinds of forests, you can have all kinds of blood works and stuff going on, and it has the appearance of being alive, but it's dead. Now, it's not just going to be alive biologically, it's going to be alive spiritually, and these two are mixing as one. And that's the true original design of the greater light that rules the day. And this is the dawning of day, and there's the the birthing of the womb, the womb that dawns day. Psalms 110 verse 3. Scripture speaks many times about the womb, which is the spirit of man that has birthed God's glory, and it will rule the day. The womb that dawns day, and the sun, the greater light, shall rule the day. So the sorcerers have stolen light so you know how sorcery works it's works by the light of the one-third whose tail swept the stars that light doesn't submit to spiritual light because it doesn't submit to god and god is light and god is spirit so all of that light that has been rebellious light holy ghost <laughs> All that light that's been rebellious light is now being melted. It's called the lake of fire. When the red dragon, the beast, and the false prophet are thrown in the lake of fire, the, the spectrum of light they've operated in, stolen light, fragmented light, broken light, rebellious light, all gets infused from through the source of the sun and the demonic shall cease. That's what Enoch says, that it will be a very quick destruction of the wicked because they can only work in a natural light that's separated from spiritual light. So the more that our spirit by the angel in the bowl is poured on the sun, the faster demonic influence ceases in all souls and flesh and blood in the earth. Amen. I've got some good scripture keys here to give you guys to um, kind of unlock some things here. In 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 40. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. Heavenly bodies don't ha all have the same splendor. Neither do earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of splendor. The moon has another kind of splendor. And stars have another kind of splendor. Even one star differs in splendor from another star. That is how it will be when the dead come back to life. When the body is planted, it decays. When it comes back to life, it cannot decay. 
When the body is planted, it doesn't have any splendor and is weak. When it comes back to life, it has splendor and is strong. It is planted as a physical body. It comes back to life as a spiritual body. That's what Brandon just said about the sun. As there is a physical body, so there is also a spiritual body. This is what the scripture says. The first man, Adam, became a, li a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. The spiritual does not come first, but the physical, and then the spiritual. And then you see David's foresight in Psalm 8, verse 3, starting verse 3. Look at the splendor of your skies, your creative genius glowing in the heavens. When I gaze at your moon and your stars, and we could also add the sun in there, mounted like jewels in their settings. I know you are the fascinating artist who fashioned it all. But when I look up and see such wonder and workmanship above, I have to ask you this question. Compared to all this cosmic glory, why would you bother with puny mortal man or be infatuated with Adam's sons? Yet what honor you have given to man, created only a little lower than Elohim, crowned like kings and queens with glory and magnificence. As lords of creation, you have delegated to them mastery over all you have made. And I was hearing today, time, space, realms, quantum realms, spiritual bodies, celestial bodies, physical bodies, making everything, right? Particles, waves, particle wave duality, everything in between, <laughs> to serving to their authority. Placing earth itself under the feet, earth, the moon, the stars, the sun, under their, under the feet of your image bearers. That's what Brandon's been teaching, the image, the very face of God the Father coming up closer and closer through your own face. All the created order and every living thing of the earth, sky, and sea, the wildest beasts and all the sea creatures, everything is in submission to Adam's sons. Lord, your name is so great and powerful. People everywhere see your majesty. What glory streams from the heavens, filling the earth with the fame of your name. And it's that splendor, the garments of splendor that Jesus has clothed us with. And now the sons of God clothing the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars with their own garments of splendor, clothing their nakedness from the fall in the splendor of God, that they would be covered <laughs> in the realm of magnificent glory as creators. Thank you. His dominion is everlasting. Therefore, we have the authority over all these things. The sons of God the image bearers of the Father. Thank you, Father. I think Brando was talking today, or it might have been yesterday, about um, the, the basis needing to be, God just needs to be your best friend, and everything needs to flow from there. I can't remember if that was today or yesterday, <clears throat> but that's how 
you don't let revelation become idolatry and you don't let revelation become witchcraft um is revel true revelation is only real when it starts with your motivation being your god's best friend <laughs> and in that childlike innocence of your only motivation is to dive deeper into your best friend and get to know him and enjoy him deeper. <laughs> You're just best friends with God and then out of that complete innocence, revelation springs naturally. Just naturally bubbles up in you and it springs up in purity. It springs up in innocence because it's out of just pure love. And then the perfect blueprint for exactly how God wants to restore heaven to earth flows through your spirit with no corruption. So it really is just about God being your best friend and everything coming from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I'm reminded of the screamo version that we have the best dad. That that car ride shifted the earth. <laughs> that was there, the best. <laughs> there can be no idle words. When you're in love, Whoa. there can only be idle words when you're out of love, Whoa. when you're in idolatry. So the glue to staying completely married and submitted to Jesus Christ is staying in the love. Because then you only want the word to enhance your relationship with God and there's no other ill purposes or intentions of the heart because the word of God judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart Hebrews 4:12 and so when you're in love it's as simple as just staying in love and loving him and then he'll share with you all his mysteries and secrets because all it will do is enhance your ability to receive and give love because God yeah. is love and so as we learn God's ability through progressive revelation, going from glory to glory, revelation upon revelation, feast upon feast of his love, we get stronger and stronger and our ability to love becomes stronger to the point where we take over all the light that shines through all flesh and creation. It's because we grew in love. But I was looking at Genesis 37 verse 9 and it says, Joseph dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brothers also. He said, See here, I have dreamed again, and behold, this time not only eleven stars, but also the sun and moon bowed down and did reverence to me. It's interesting that in the scripture that Israel is the sun. And Israel means prince with God. And if you read Revelation, the 12 tribes of Israel are in there. Israel never went away. Israel is in the New Covenant. Galatians 6, to the Israel of God. It's just now, it's the perfections of Israel. That's really important because the Son is sonship. And the sonship is becoming an Israelite, a true Israelite. Scripture says that Israel is the sun. <laughs> now, if you have a synagogue of Satan, then you have fragmented light, and then you live under, you know, Illuminati sorcery banking systems, and all the Christians are paranoid and, you know, worshiping 
you know, the Temple Mount instead of the, in Jesus in New Jerusalem, and we got a completely backslidden religious charismatic church, and we're we're overcoming all of that nonsense to to actual spiritual realities of the new covenant of becoming true Israel, and all those lies that have blocked us from our inheritance, literally in the light of the world, in natural light. And the things that have stolen the natural light from us are being dealt with. And you, you deal with them with your spiritual light first. So if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, all things are added unto you. What do you suppose those things are? The stars, the moon, and the sun. You get the stars, the moon, and the sun, you know you just took over the universe. You realize now you are Lord of all. You have dominion over flesh. You have dominion over blood. You have dominion over time. You have dominion dimensionally. You have dominion. Do you have dominion over thought? Mm. If you have dominion over thought, how many of y'all know you have dominion over finances? That they can't think greedy, stingy, withholding thoughts. They won't be influenced by demons. They'll actually take on the nature of God the Father. And wealth will flow like a river, like it did in original design with the river Pisan, where there was gold. And so it's all about the dominion over the moon, the sun, and the stars. And the angels work from your spirit as you get progressive revelation. When you're locked down in the flesh and your mind wasn't renewed, these things sound impossible. They sound bizarre. But they're all written in the word step by step as your spirit's built up. They become more and more normal. Or it's like, yeah, of course my spirit's being poured out upon the sun. Because it's written in the scripture. It doesn't become a foreign thing anymore. Because God's ability is expanding inside your heart. The advanced things of God just means that you're more possessed with God and His ability than you were last year. The problem is, is since it's a foreign person taking over from the inside out through your spiritual womb, the mind is just completely locked out of this divine angelic ability. Where these things seem like absolutely impossible for you to ever, ever walk in, and they are. They are absolutely impossible for you to ever walk in. But God walked into you. And with God, all things are possible. Do you believe that God created the heavens and the earth with a whisper? Because he did. It's very easy for him to rule and take dominion. It's very easy for him for the stars to shine. Stars the size of our whole solar system exists in our universe. And he causes all the light in those stars to exist and burn. This is nothing for our Father. <laughs> but step by step, we're yielding more and more of our ability to his ability, and we'll step into these things gradually as he possesses us. Amen. Amen. Because this is some far out mystical <laughs> stuff, but I wanted to make it very, very elementary and demystify it. Because this is very simple. And even though it's profound and it changes the world, it's all based on Jesus rising in your heart and has nothing to do with you. No man or woman can do anything in the new covenant. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus Christ said, apart from me, you can do nothing. 
meaning every single thing from beginning to end is dependent on the Spirit of Jesus doing everything through us constantly. And our mind begins to be renewed to being possessed by God. Amen. 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 We're literally just a city that knows how to open our gates and let God out. Who is this King of Glory? Open up your ancient gates that the King of Glory not come in. That's Old Covenant. Come out. Because He's coming out. Your, your spirit is a portal. The green circle of light of Revelation chapter 4, which is the womb. That's the womb of Jesus. That's the womb of the morning star. That's the angel of the Lord's womb. That's the Messiah's womb. That's what births all the angel armies. And we're married to that man in Revelation 4. That's the new covenant. And so that everything he has now is progressively coming through our spirit on earth from heaven. So everything that Jesus receives from his father is meant for us on earth, but it doesn't come from the outside. The new covenant is it comes from the inside. It has to come through your spirit. Otherwise, it won't come at all. If it comes through your spirit, then you actually get the spiritual maturity you need to be equally yoked to your bridegroom king. He does, he's not into child marriage. He's not marrying a three-year-old. It's disgusting. He's marrying an adult, a spiritual adult. He's 33 years old. He wants a 33-year-old wife. Yeah. Amen? Well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Very important. And so we're learning how to be as mature as Jesus is by yielding progressively to his spirit and his angels that are sent to us continuously to mature us in every area of our soul. And that's the funnest thing every day. What is Jesus going to send through me today? What is Jesus going to do with me, say to me, walk with me? He's going to increase through my soul today. He's going to mature me today. I'm going to be more spiritual after today than I was yesterday because Jesus is with me he's married to my soul he's the lover of my soul and he's gonna develop my soul with his soul and his power thank you amen oh, wow. that, was, that was so beautiful oh thank you, thank you. Wow. yes thank you so a couple of little verses wrapped up in a book specifically for Brandon from the father mm. specifically the last one but I read them here at this in two different versions here from Job 37, 21, 22. No one can stare at the sun after a breeze has blown the clouds from the sky. Yet the glorious splendor of God all powerful is brighter by far. Yeah. And in this version, verse 22 just really came alive. Uh, and then this is for you from the Father. Out of the north comes golden splendor. With God is awesome majesty. Mm -hmm. mm, that's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mm. Mm. Golden Thank splendor. You. Beautiful majesty. Whoa. I was experiencing the golden light and you know it, there's a special intimacy 
when you've partnered with the Creator and you're seeing your own spirit shine through creation. Mm -hmm. That's a really special place that He wants to take everyone. Um, Sharing in His sovereignty. So you go outside and it's your spirit with God's spirit through the sun shining on everyone. Did I not say you are the light of the world? (laughs) I mean, really, we know we're the light of the world spiritually, but what we did not know is that we're also the light of the world naturally. I'm so glad you shared that, Brandon, because I I casted that thought out literally today as pride. When I was looking at the garden and I saw my spirit hovering over the garden, I thought, that I have to I have to confess my sin. This is horrible. But thank you. I'm not going to confess it as sin. It is fact. If our light doesn't reign, then Satan will forever. And one of the greatest temptations that we deal with, all of us, that the enemy tempts us as we grow in this amazing power that our Father has given us. Remember, he gives us all power, authority, dominion, and might. And the spirit of false humility will tempt us to not grow in power. And because we're actually going into realms that demons have had for uncontested for thousands of years, really since the fall, that there's never been people, a group that's gone after light, that's gone after the sun. (laughs) This is brand new. And to take these realms and to have the angel armies of the Lord Jesus with us to take these realms has never happened before. And so along the way, everything that has had these realms will lie to you. That's why very few have made it so far is because no one's done this before. You're pioneering Lois and Clark with the machete and you got bears attacking in the wilderness every single day and hardly anyone can make it. But once the path is paved with the word of God and the spirit and the pioneers, they're crossing through like the Red Sea. <laughs> but be aware how the enemy stops you from growing in this power. And this is some superpower. This is creator level sovereignty is the main temptation I see that picks people off is false humility. That's why the bridegroom changes yeah. are so important for me because they hold me accountable to the standard that the Lord is calling me to that seems a little bit uh, far-reaching for my mm. That's it for me right at the second. But now that you said it, it makes perfect sense. So thank you, Brandon. He thank wants you, us to be Yahweh's. I mean, think about that. A son of God. What does it mean to be a son? We know that a son means to be equaled with the Father. That is the definition of sonship, is to be equal with the Father. So you are becoming Yahweh's by overcoming religion, which is all the pride of the fallen angels. You don't need the, the lust stuff is a byproduct of pride. If you go after the pride stuff of religion, you'll never lust again because that's all secondary to the white magic of the fallen angels, which is pride. Oh. <laughs> which is all about being good apart. From the glory of the Father. We know that the glory of the Father is the only goodness mentioned in the entire Bible. But Satan's temptation 
is that you can be good apart from the glory of the Father. And the glory of the Father is all-powerful. And so the religious pride will turn against that light in our minds and make it seem like, like pride, like God the Father is the one being prideful. Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. Because what they do is they, they have stolen light, false light. Satan comes as an angel of light to deceive. It's deceiving light. It's fragmented light. What it is, it's natural light. And it goes against the true light. Jesus said he was true light. That's a different light. That's the glory. Mm -hmm. The fallen angels come as angels of light. It's false light. That's religious mm -hmm. light. That's the pride that plagues the nations. That's what's wrong with every man, woman, and child on the planet is they're stuck in false light. They're stuck in fallen angel pride light. So... In order to save people from pride, you have to go into the glory of the Father and then heal the light. And the glory of the Father is so powerful that the false light is constantly lying to you to keep you from going deeper in that kind of power. So just be aware of that as you're going deeper in the power. You can never have too much power of God's light. All you wow. do is set your whole region free in a 5,000 mile radius. Yeah. All you would do is become Yahweh's, which is sons. And yeah. anything less than being Yahweh's is actually sin. Yeah. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of Yahweh. So when we're not sinning, it's because we're living and walking and talking and moving and having our being as Yahweh's in the fullness of our Father's glory. Let your, and then he says, let your light shine so they can see it and glorify your Father in heaven. So they'll say, oh, keep your light hidden. No one hides their light under a bushel. The bushel Jesus. is religion, the false humility. You have to burn their eye sockets out with your power and your light. Who cares if it appears to these deceived as pride because that's what's manifesting in them is the fallen angel's pride as you bring the true humility which is the light of the Father burning out their souls. You're directly confronting the curse of the fall in the light of the Father. And the stronger you get in that Father power, that Father confidence, the weaker your enemies will get and they'll just shrink into little flies and they'll stop bothering you. They'll all burn. So spiritual maturity in this level of light is all about confidence. And that confidence to the religious looks like pride. But that's the verse that says, Woe to them who call what is good evil and evil good. They're actually blaspheming the glory of the Father. You realize that? That's the blasphemy of God the Father. To call the light of the Father or the confidence of His glory Pride is blasphemy. So these people blaspheme all day long because they're full of Satan. And mm -hmm. so how do you get Satan out of 100 million Christians full of Satan? You burn them out with the light of God the Father's glory and you become <laughs> their saviors. Because they are so far gone, there's no other way to save your brothers and sisters because they've been in Freemason Christianity for the last 500 years. They're gone. When the Israelites came out of Egypt... They were so far gone with slavery, it had gone into their very genetics and DNA coding. Uh -huh. 
the the white magic of the fallen angels has gone into the genetics and the coding of life in the nations meaning meaning if you don't rise up in the kind of light that resets dna they don't have a chance of making it and that's what we've been called to do by our father Amen. Amen. My spirit has to witness you. Uh, earlier today, God said that tonight during the bridegroom's chambers, he would release a word that would destroy false humility. <laughs> and, and I just heard an angel confirmation uh, to you that this was the word. So my spirit has to bear witness to that as well. And I also recognize the angels of Andrew and Jake. As soon as Brandon gave the keys out, his spirits are handing out keys to destroy the spirit of lust by destroying pride. I saw your, how excited you guys got and it went right in. You guys grabbed up those keys and I can already see like your spirits planning your next videos and how you're going to like use that to just destroy pride and lust. So you have to recognize and honor your spirit. Glory. Oh, partner with God. That's really beautiful. Glory. You guys grab those keys like there is no tomorrow. I love it. Oh, cool. You're like ready to wreck house. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> mm. Love it. Thank you, Rebecca, for bringing that forward in words. Mm -hmm. I could feel that. I could feel it, but now that you put it into words, it, it helps. Mm. Thank you. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, that's speaking great. of speaking of divine royalty, did you guys know that I've seen Sandra seating on one of the 24 elders' thrones in heaven? Thank you, Jake. Thank yep. you. Hallelujah. Uh, can I share something? Of course. <laughs> it was it's so this is so good tonight, but um what she said about false humility and what you said, Brandon, that was one of the main um, things I found when I was trying to find out if y'all were a cult or not. It was this article saying that Brandon was all about power. <laughs> and now it's so, it makes so much more sense now that that would be what they're attacking. And that's, that's that false humility, right? Like, mm. how dare you go after the promises of God? <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to look at the uh, people in our lives who have a negative report because you can basically, well, what I do is I, I take their words and completely flip them to the positive, and that's the exact precise thing that the Lord wants me to walk in, and I just go. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay that we go digging and, and listening. You know what's incredible? Like, oh yeah, you go ahead, Andrew. Uh, it's like the demon in the elevator told me the other day. They've never been the sons of God have never been so confident. They mm -hmm. Satan's never been so intimidated before in his life, mm -hmm. and it's great. Amen. Yeah, so that's a confidence that they don't like to see. What's incredible mm -hmm. about Christianity? It's still kind of an experimental truth but I guarantee you this is true, is that you are born of cherubim seed. Oh. Your spirit is cherubim seed. Oh. <laughs> and so the fallen archangels are former cherubim and some oh. seraphim. But 
since we have matured the seed of God in us, we are mm -hmm. so exceedingly more powerful than the fallen angels already. And there's yeah. no cap to how powerful we will get. Mm -hmm. We will exceed the archangels. The archangels love serving us because it's like we show off what God is, that what God is capable of doing. Mm -hmm. How much more powerful God is over the devils is the story of the angels. This is the proving of the to the angels that fell. God is right in all his ways. And Satan was wrong in all his ways. And the two-thirds that stayed with God have watched the saga, the saga of the ages play out. And for the manifesting sons of God, this is... The climax of the ages, the maturation of the times. This is the grand finale of God showing off to all the angels his superiority, his power. And he does it by the development of his seed in us. That seed is fully cherubim and fully seraphim. Amen. It's true. You are angelic beings. You are completely, your eternal nature is completely angelic. Amen. Yeah. Think about it. God, what he created, came out of himself. Every single being around his throne came out of him. So all the angels are a part of him. Every angel's name is an attribute of the Father. Every single one carries a truth of God in their being. <laughs> and so the sons of God have all the Father in their angelic nature. And that's why all the truths, all the angels serve us. Because we're different than the angels. Because we have the creator angel's seed. No other part of creation has the seed lines as us, only Christ and his brothers and sisters, the sons of God. And that's why the maturity of that angelic seed in us, the angel of the Lord's seed, and that's exactly who Jesus is, the Revelation 10.1 angel of the Lord. The maturation of that becomes the Lord of angel armies. And that's what resets from below, from the earth dimension, from the soil of the earth, all the angels of Zion and the kingdom of heaven back into divine order through all creation. He comes like a thief in the night from below because we were raised out of the depths of the earth under fallen angel oppression. But because we had Christ in us, we overcame all our oppressors and took dominion over all creation by God's genetics. That's such a beautiful epic story that's unfolding that's even better than anything we've ever even imagined or dreamed of it's no, important to have that intimate connection with the <laughs> angels because you are they are a part of you and you are a part of them because you have the same god the same creator and the very genetics of your spirit are related spiritually to the precious cherubim and seraphim and open ophanim and all the angels of zion so it's a very, very close-knit family. So you can easily be one with the angels because they are of your family. 
Whoa. <laughs> that's actually family. That's actually why I go like this because it's actually my angel symbols one with my physical body and it's my angel symbol shaking the symbols of praise when I do that. I don't I don't do oh, it. Wow. It just comes out like that, yeah. Wow. 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 I was wondering. That's awesome, Jake. And I wanted to say that this epic story that the Lord has put inside of our hearts, the whole motivation for this epic story is the love that he deposited in our hearts that we knew from the time we could think about it that there was something more and that it was there was love drawing us towards something we didn't know what it was and it's the love of the, of our father so the whole motivative factor of this sons of god rising is to glorify our father and the 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 receding part the darkness the dark the devils their whole thing is about lifting themselves up and they have to use each other and it's a disgusting little thing they got going on and ours is we are all going from glory to glory individually yet corporately for the full magnification of our father's um, glory with the angel armies i mean mm -hmm. this is absolutely astounding <laughs> it's so amazing wow. Wow. i love you guys on the go Good night. Uh, okay, good night. See you later. My belly is gonna just explode like a geyser because as Brandon you were saying that and as Sandra was saying that, Sandra, all I could see was that story from before the beginning of time. This angel that's friends with Brandon and I was speaking to me one night. And he started saying, since he's like the big old angel, he's like, since before the beginning of time. And then he went into some, it's getting really hard to talk. I couldn't understand his language. Oh, thanks, Jake. <laughs> oh, it's good drugs. Wow, it helps. Um, thank you. And I could understand, so I just listened with my spirit. And the next night, I heard him again. Since before the beginning of time. And I could understand the language that night. And I couldn't sleep all night. I could just type, I was just typing and typing every word that he said. And I was like, what the heck? So for days I prayed over it, I waited on it. I asked random people for Google translates about it without telling them what it was just to get confirmation. And then one day I asked for one about it and it came out a movie about, a movie it's called, the movie called Tree. But I feel like exploding. If I can't read this to you guys, I want to ask permission to read this. Mm -hmm. If I can read. <laughs> Thank you, Father. 
I'll read it to you just how he said it. Since before time, when the spirits of men dwelt with the angels in heaven, when all light was in one accord, with the source of divine love before the fall of the angels, before the fall of man, the spirits of the sons of God dwelt within God. They were in the light. They only knew the light. They had not yet come to earth in the form of matter, the form of man. When the original discordance came through Lucifer and his deceived angels, the sound of this discord was heard in heaven by the spirits of the sons of God. Having been a covering cherub of God, Lucifer had peered into God and seen the spirits of the sons of God and perceived that they would rise to be as God. This was extremely offensive to Lucifer as these sons were but tiny spirits, tiny lights within the Father. Seeing that they would someday grow to outrank him, when he took his fallen angels with him, he sent the song of discord, not only to the angels, but to the spirits of the sons of God. Some were touched by this darkness and thrown into confusion. Unlike the fallen angels who were not given a second chance, God in his great wisdom provided a solution for the redemption of his precious sons who had fallen into confusion. It would simultaneously prove to all of heaven and the angels the manifold wisdom of the law of love of God over the argument of the fallen angels. God being God could have easily wiped them out without a word of defense, but to prove his word and let it be known and understood by every living creature, his character as well as his word, his only begotten son, he would allow the tri this trial of the ages to proceed and prove which law is true. Though he holds his word above his name, he sacrificed him as his only begotten son, as a sacrifice to atone for his sons. And what of the opposition? Couldn't the argument be made that the only reason the spirits of the sons of God received this eternal blood was because they had not been kicked out of heaven as the fallen angels had? Is God a God of discord now? The fallen ones mocked and accused. See his injustice towards us and his mercy towards his sons. They are no different from us. Had they been removed, they would surely all fall. Everyone from your ways. Is the almighty God harboring the confused sons of discord? Have they not heard Lucifer's song? And their light waves, we don't have the words in a human tongue for what is being described, but the song of pride altered their appearance when they received it into their spirits. Have they not heard Lucifer's song and their light waves been conformed to the valiant Lucifer? The accusations continued. If they were truly given a choice, if they were not bound by the light, then even they would see that they are merely prisoners and would even choose this path themselves <laughs> and reject your word. If they are kept here in heaven, would not God be breaking his own law that removes all confusion and discord against his song in heaven? God, in his great wisdom, designed a plan through the sacrifice of his firstborn son, his only begotten son before the beginning of time would set in motion the perfect plan to give everyone a chance to choose either the law of divine love or the law of sin and death by their own free will and to offer a plan of salvation to the spirits of his sons 
who had fallen into the confusion of discord without casting them out with the same sentence as the fallen angels. In this way, he would not break his own rule of removing all discord from heaven while still giving all men a chance for redemption. He would send the spirits of his sons as seeds into the earth. The seed enters the soil and dies. Then it sprouts up with new life and no memory of life before living on the earth. In this way, each one has a fair chance to restart and a chance to receive the angel of the Lord Jesus, the word, his river, his blood, his love, in a way that satisfies the law completely by the power of love and mercy to redeem his sons. This would prove to all the angels and fallen angels and every living creature the manifold, multifaceted wisdom of God and his redeeming power, his true nature of love. This is the trial of the ages, the law of love versus the law of sin and death, which we find ourselves playing a part in today. While it's true that the spirits of the sons of God that were touched by and received Lucifer's song of discord had come to earth for their chance to hear and choose salvation, there are those of us who were never corrupted outside of time but decided to come here. Do you remember? Why did you come here? Why would you leave the perfection of heaven? What are the rewards? What was the motivation? Do you remember now? Love. It's its own motivation and reward. <laughs> The love for our brothers and sisters that they would not share the same fate as the fallen angels with enough motivation and reward to risk everything and come here fully trusting in the light of love that would guide our way fully trusting god to send us to accomplish as well fully trusting our angelic friends and god to help us on this side of the veil, although we can barely see and hear them, to know the power of love to overcome all things. We volunteered to come. Some of you hearing this are going to start remembering. The memories are sweet. I was in a class with Brandon before we came to Earth. It was a training to prepare us for coming here. When I came out of the vision, I in tongues into Google Translate asking what class it was and it said Jehovah is exalted task force class. We are the star seed, the light of the world, the seed that came into the earth and died trusting in the resurrection power of love to fulfill all things and empower us to reach the ones who had fallen into the confusion of darkness. It's true. When we came to earth, we all died and are in need of a savior to give us life in our spirits and raise us from the dead while yet in the body. A savior to fully save our spirits and grow us into full grown spirits within human bodies to become fully God and fully man, bearing the image of our father, which is perfect love. Amen, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Rebecca. You're so precious. Yeah. So fun to remember together. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
Jehovah is exalted task force. Is that in the front row or in the middle? <laughs> yeah, I can see our spirit shooting up through the center of our heart and transfiguring our flesh. Yeah. It's like the the resurrection. I, I saw a visual of the resurrection just a couple minutes ago after you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no more fall. And no more imprisonment of the human spirit after our generation. Thank you, Father. It won't ever exist again. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Thank, thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. It's funny, right around that time that I got that translate about the Jehovah's Exalted Task Force class we were in. I asked for one more for Brandon and I, and it said, fullness of the word, apostolic presence, relationship. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have a feeling that there's many of your generation who have been lifted up into the heavenlies in these task force classes. And... Uh, They'll come into remembrances of those trainings that they've had while they were sleeping. They'll come up into their minds. And yeah. Many are coming and will be able to quickly assimilate and be part of yeah. um, this beautiful uh, rainbow tribe. Yeah, there was other people in the class. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't recognize them. Mostly, I just, there wasn't a whole lot of memory. Of, like I wasn't able to look around too much. But we sat, Brent and I were sitting in the front row, in the middle of the class, like right up front and center. Probably so we'd pay attention. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Your experience>. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a teacher angel or some kind of being there too. It was really funny. And like a screen that we had to watch. Why? Heavenly alma mater. <laughs> mm. That's good stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, right now, you guys can't hear it. 
but there's like two owls outside making beautiful sounds together. We don't usually have owls. I love it. Yeah. All of creation is joining in the celebration. Yeah. Two little love owls. Yes, Jake. They're so beautiful. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we came out of the father. That classroom was inside the Father's heart. Mm. And we were spirits in our eternal past inside the Father. Mm. And now we're placed inside bodies. He prepared a body for us. Mm. And now we're taking our bodies back into the Father's heart. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I still remember watching Brandon pop through the portal to Earth in the timeline 10 years before me. And I remember he had this, the most insane look on his face that was just so moving. When I remembered it for the first time, I burst into tears and I couldn't stop crying. But um, he really chose to go in at, the, at such like a specific time to plow through the most difficult things. Yeah. The hardest parts so that, you know, a lot of us, we weren't going to have to deal with that. It was a really big sacrifice and it's really highly honored and sacred in heaven. So thank you and recognize and honor you for that. It was really, really brave and really amazing. Mm, thanks. Yeah. Amen. Thank, thank you, Father. Really cool. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrecking the first time I saw that. I couldn't stop crying. Really honorable. Yeah, I think the level of bread that was broken. Yeah. Is of the highest quality. I personally will be listening to this over and over mm. and over. And I really just want to pray the blessing of the Father over you, Brendan, and um, Rebecca, and those that have shared from the secrets of the Father, breaking Christ in our midst, giving us Christ to eat at the table of the Lord. Thank you very much and bless you for all eternity. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Rainbow Man. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're learning how to honor. Honor is such an important element in this new life. There's a different kind of honor between royalty, yeah. even in the things that we gift each other and speak over each other. It's, it's really beautiful, yeah. and we're just slowly, beautifully, naturally transitioning into it. Yeah. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. Love you too. Love you too. Oh, uh...
when I, when I sit on and on these bridegroom chambers, especially tonight, it's the only thing that goes through my spirit. I love you guys so much. I love you, Brandon, so much. I love you, Micah, so much. I love all of you so much. It's like, go with, I just want to say it out loud a dozen times. It's good. Love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah, right when he was saying that, I literally just took out a whole new piece of bread and put it in half. That and that didn't. Breaking, breaking Christ. <laughs> And feasting on Christ, Christ, breaking bread. Breaking bread. Thank you. Amen. Mm. It's wonderful to go deep together in our Father's heart. It's going to keep getting better for us every single day. <laughs> because our bodies are rising up with our spirits and that's what really makes life on earth heaven instead of hell and so tremendous heaven is in store for us far beyond anything our brains can imagine and the father has planned it before the beginning of time to restore this earth to original paradise where he could have fun with his children in the entire world without any serpents in the garden and we're quickly stepping into that. It's so brilliant, this one. The sons and daughters of God speak. I can see further into the future what will be. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it, it magnifies my vision. It's so wonderful. Everything is magnified in our midst. This is such a sacred company, the bridegroom chambers. Mm-hmm. And Thank I wore you your heart tonight for this. I this saw night. that, sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. My, my daughter scolded me. She said, no, Mom, you okay? Heart away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for giving your heart to me. Thank you. She has one matching with you. I might have to get another one. I'm so pleased you're wearing it. A lot of glory on purchasing a new heart. quickly now stepping into solar government yeah solar government divine solar government where the very light that shines through all flesh is the spirits of the sons of God Oh. 
Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his beams. Solar yeah. government. I, I just heard that the end of that scripture that it says we'll take it by force. Mm. I wonder what force, is that the force of the sun? Yeah, force of light. Mm. Um, I've always wondered about that scripture. Yeah. <laughs> Just before you even said that, Sandra, I saw um, solar solar winds or solar flare. And if you consider that, well, the angels are winds and the ministers are fire, and mm. we're both we're solar winds. Oh, wow. And oh, I'm gonna find out. And Genesis <laughs> one says. And he created the sun to govern the day, the government of day. Solar government. Whoa. Right, right there in Genesis one nineteen. Whoa. Uh-huh. Amen. It's funny that the most advanced things at the end is simply the first couple words in the very beginning. <laughs> Isn't that it's, just like the Lord? The genius of the Father. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, this is all you needed with this little seed. Yeah. But I'll explain it in this whole book. And then I'll explain it in all of the world, just so we have it clear, children. <laughs> it just oh. goes back to the simplicity of being a ball of light. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, now I'm there too. Never you never change in a thousand years. <laughs> and the sun endures forever, Psalm says. Actually, the other night, I was just watching live, and I tranced out hardcore, and I, I came in, I came through a door, and all of you were there, and you were, and it was excessively hot in there, Whoa. and, um, and I woke, and you guys were all reading Song of Solomon together, and when I came out of it, I was excessively hot. And then all of y'all started saying, I am so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> um, it was more super, fire. super precious. You guys' love is pretty hot. <laughs> the yeah. sun itself. Yeah. And the un increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end oh, yeah. of our solar government. Oh, wow. So does that mean the moon by night rules by night? 
Is that ours too? Well, Revelation 12 says it's under our feet that there be no more night. Well, there's no night. There's no night in Revelation. And there's no shadows. Mm -hmm. Only day. No wonder when I was with you guys at the lunch check, we'd never slept. We don't sleep too much. Only to go into trance and to leave our body if we feel like it. Because it was heaven. That's how it's going to be when we're in heaven. Job, Job 26 um, refers to that um, when the day and the night come to an end. Mm. I think that's, yeah. It's a metaphor. Mm. Lay down, leave your body, go the learn light of, The light of the lamb in Revelations. Yeah. So, getting really mm -hmm. Fun. The God who never sleeps. <laughs> we're, we're literally walking through the scriptures in our life. So awesome. Can you talk a bit more about that, Rebecca? You were on starting something as anointing on it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. What did you say, Rainbow Man? He wants you to mm -hmm. continue with what you were just about to say before we interrupted you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you felt the oil on it. Mm -hmm. You like it? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. He's the God who never sleeps. His dominion is forever. He is never sleeping, but he's always at rest, perfect rest. Sits on the throne and laughs. The Proverbs 31 woman is the woman clothed in the garments of splendor. Who laughs at the days to come? To come because why? Because she's seated with the Most High, with her husband clothed in his garments of splendor, in the fullness of his rainbow, light. And she never sleeps, but she's always at rest. Yes, anyone who's been scarred for life, any female who's been scarred for life by Ginger Chumper 31. Yeah, I was just on one. Yeah, I can hear that. This will totally redeem it for you. Let me, let me pull it up in the passion. Yeah, but. This is so awesome. Yeah, this is like, this is healing everlasting. This is gonna, you'll be able to read Proverbs 31 again. <laughs> it gets really bad in church. It's like. Have you guys seen like the Proverbs 31 woman jerseys? Like the jersey, yeah, the jersey be like, fuck you. Let <laughs> ah. <laughs> we'll break that demonic yoke. <laughs> we'll rip those jerseys. Glory. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> no, I might like design one for our storefront though, like a legit another one. Proverbs 31 in fashion. King Lemuel's royal words of wisdom. These are the inspired words my mother taught me. Listen, my dear son, son of my womb. You are the answer to my prayers, my son. So keep yourself sexually pure from the promiscuous wayward woman. Don't waste the strength of your anointing on those who ruin kings. You'll live to regret it. For you are a king, Lemuel. It's never fitting for a king to be drunk on wine, for rulers to crave alcohol. 
For when they drink, they forget justice and they guard the rights of those who are in need. They depend on you for your leadership. Strong drink is given to the terminal ill who are suffering at the brink of death. Wine is for those in depression or to drown their sorrows. Let them drink and forget their poverty and misery. But you are to be a king who speaks up on behalf of the disenfranchised and pleads for the legal rights of the defenseless and those who are dying. Be a righteous king judging on behalf of the poor and interceding for those most in need. The radiant bride. Who could ever find a wife like this one? She is a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's full of wealth and wisdom. The price paid for her was greater than many jewels. Her husband has entrusted his heart to her, for she brings him the rich spoils of victory. All throughout her life, she brings him what is good and not evil. She searches out continually to possess that which is pure and righteous. She delights in the work of her hands. She gives out revelation truth to feed others. She is like a trading ship bringing divine supplies from the merchant. Even in the night season, she arises and sets food on the table for hungry ones in her house and for others. She sets her heart upon a nation and takes it as her own, carrying it within her. She, she labors there to plant the living vines. She wraps herself in strength, might, and power in all her works. She tastes and experiences a better substance, and her shining light will not be extinguished, no matter how dark the night. She stretches out her hands to help the needy. She lays hold of the wheels of government. She is known by her extravagant generosity to the poor, for she always reaches out her hands to those in need. She is not afraid of tribulation, for all her household is covered in the dual garments of righteousness and grace. Her clothing is beautifully knit together. A purple gown! Oh, <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Of exquisite <laughs> linen. Wow. <laughs> Her husband is famous and admired by all, sitting as the venerable judge of his people. Even her works of righteousness, she does benefit of her enemies. Bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over the latter days. Her teachings are filled with wisdom and kindness as loving instruction pours from her lips. She watches over the ways of her household and meets every need they have. Her sons and daughters arise in one accord to extol her virtues and her husband arises to speak of her in glowing terms. There are many valiant and noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. Charm can be misleading, and beauty is vain and so quickly fades. But this virtuous woman lives in the wonder, awe, and fear of the Lord. She will be praised throughout eternity, so go ahead and give her the credit that is due, for she has become a radiant woman, and all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gateways of every city. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Thank you. Well. Amen. Bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Brandon.
Thank you, Ray. Thank you, everybody. Bless you. Bless you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you too. May you all be sealed in the realm of magnificent glory. Bye. Amen. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.